And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank RB Car Company locations in South Bend, Warsaw, Columbia City? Go to rbcarcompany.com. Um, pleasure to have Mark Morgan back, uh, former acting commissioner, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol, and also Newsmax commentator and a senior fellow at FAIR. I don't know if you were a senior fellow at FAIR the last time I had you on. Uh, you know, I, 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 I think I was. Were you? Yeah, because time flies. I think it's been a while. It has. So yeah. I'm glad to have you, first yep. of all. I know that this is a you know stressful couple of days. <laughs> Keeping me busy. Well, you walk over here, and the next thing you know, is everybody knows you, right? So it's like, hey, you know, you got time, and, and I've seen that happen to a few people today. Yep. Um, so I, good problem to have. You know, popular guy, people like your opinion, and, and that's because you've always provided a really good, balanced perspective of this. So I, I'll just start with the easy stuff. Sure. Um, Kamala Harris says the border's secure, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my first right. I mean, I think that's all of our first response. We laugh, and then and then we kind of sober up because of the, the issue is so uh, serious. But I, I tell you, I get asked all the time. You know, hey, as a commissioner, and, and you you must be frustrated to see what you are part of. Um, you know, uh, the, the most secure border in our lifetime be undone. And of course, the answer is yes. But I said equally as frustrating for me is that not only of their policies unsecured the most secure border in the in the in the country in our lifetime is that they're lying to the American yeah, every people. Every day. Every day, Casey. And I, I think that, that that's what gets me so frustrated. I mean, the border secure. Let, let's give me just a couple of stats. One, in the, in the first 19 months of this administration, one million gotaways, yeah. one million illegal aliens have broken in our southwest border and evaded apprehension, yet this vice president says our border is secure. It's laughable. And again, the, the gotaways are the ones who get away. They actually right. get into the country. They disappear. They're not apprehended. They're not turned away. They're not process they're gone that's exactly they're, they're right gone in, they're gone in the wind and that's a lot of people and when you throw in there that what is it, like 53 people on the terror watch list in the past year or something like yep, that yep. we're and 80 we're, we're did just, it go dating yeah just this fiscal year oh my yeah God. yeah so in the u.s southern command i think you and i talked about this last time i had you on the u.s southern yep. command has been at higher alert at a higher alert status for years now. I mean, this goes yep. back to the Obama administration. That's right. And nobody seems to pay attention to them at all. Nobody. Uh, and they're raising the alarms, and that's their job, to raise the alarms about the southern border. That's right. You know, one of the things, too, that I've talked with a lot of other people about, and since, you know, I think the last time I had you on, because I don't think I had you last year, but the last time I had you on, Trump was still in office. The impression from the professionals who work on the border, Border Patrol, ICE, you know, everybody who are the experts, right? Completely different. It is a completely different feel. They were happy with what Trump was doing, but they said, we still got a long ways to go. Yep. There's a lot of things that had to be fixed. Yep. And then, you know, last year, Brandon Judd came in here right after the, the whipping scandal, air quote. Yep. He was so mad. And I, I don't think that I've ever seen Brandon that mad. He was he was yep. about to let loose with some FCC violations. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. We, we got a podcast. But he was so furious. And rightfully yeah. so. He rightfully was so, so angry. And you're, you're sitting here and you're dealing with a completely different environment where everything has been completely turned upside down. Completely. Look, look, the rank and file, and I've been doing this for a long time, Casey, 40 years, and I can tell you, the rank and file, if they believe that their leadership has their back, they'll do anything. They will literally risk it all to do their job to protect this country. And I think that's exactly what was happening in the Trump administration. They knew that from from their, their component leadership all the way up to the President of the United States had their back. And, and, and be, besides just having their back, that they were listening to them. And then they were taking action to give them the tools and authorities and the policies they needed to do their job, to secure the borders and protect this nation, to be able to do what they signed up to do. And now 
all of that. But besides the, the fact that, that we have policies now that, that have unsecured the border, but they've actually stopped the Border Patrol from being able to do their job. And and then, like you said, the Horse Patrol incident, they've actually gone and vilified them. Yeah. Like, I was chief of the Border Patrol. If I was still chief back then when this happened, I would have put my badge on the table, right? And I would have put it all on the line, and I would have defended the men and women of the United States Border Patrol. Instead, the chief, Raul Ortiz, look, he stood by and let all the way to the President of the United States vilify these agents. The President actually said they will pay. Remember that? that I remember way? that. Yeah. He leaned forward and said they will pay, right? And it's all a lie. And what was so frustrating about, and I, that's one of many examples. One of many. But what was so frustrating about that is right after the photos came out, the photographer who took the photos says they didn't said hit they anybody. Were, right, right. I mean, that. I think that was like that was just a few hours afterwards yeah, from the was, photographer. The same day. But they same still day. let the narrative go. So they get cleared, and then, of course, the administration is still pursuing yeah. a possible civil rights. It's, it's just, it's, you know, it's crazy stuff because you're, you're now seeing, you know, this father a couple weeks ago, father and his toddler upside down. They're in the river. They're dead. Yep. They're dead. Yep. The human toll that we, we talk about, and you're the heartless ones because you yep. don't want to let them in. It's like, no, no, no. I, I don't like that two-thirds of the women who come across the border are raped. I don't like that. That's I don't like the large number of them that get trafficked. I don't want to see that happen, and I certainly don't want to see toddlers dead floating in the Rio Grande. That's it. Casey, that, that, I tell you what, that, that, that is the the single most thing that we have not done a good enough job uh, messaging, right? Because people in America, one of the things that makes America great, one of many, is, is our compassion, right? Well, the problem is, is when they think about illegal immigration, they think they're being compassionate by supporting illegal immigration. Right. They're not. That compassion is misguided, not only for the country, because as immig- illegal immigration goes up, our bill is secure, our border goes down, drugs are coming in, criminals increase threats to our national security that you, you mentioned. But guess what is also the worst thing that we can do for the migrants themselves is to support illegal immigration. Yeah. New records shattered by this administration, the number of dead migrants that have piled up on our southwest border, over a thousand under this administration. And you mentioned the, the, the number of young women and children that have been sexually assaulted and raped under this administration has exponentially in, uh, increased. We know that girls as young as 12 years old are given the morning after pill because they're anticipated that they're going to be raped. And of course, the, the, the atrocity is associated with human trafficking have exponentially expanded under this administration as well. So the the most uncompassionate thing you could do is support illegal immigration for the migrants themselves. And again, we're talking with Mark Morgan, the former chief of the U.S. Border Patrol. Uh, God, you were an FBI agent. You were yeah, in the LAPD. I, I right? was. Long, I was. long storied history. And, and I hate uh, to admit, I, I'm also a lawyer, but I try not to admit that. It's <laughs> interesting you mentioned that. <laughs> but he's also a Newsmax commentator, and uh, he's also a senior fellow at FAIR. So FAIRUS.org, who's putting on Holder to the fire every single year. Always a pleasure to be back here. So, Mark, I want to I want to ask you. I've been asking some of the experts who have kind of been in this a, a couple of questions about the Martha's Vineyard thing. Yep. And the, the reason I find the Martha's Vineyard thing so interesting is I think that DeSantis and when you look at New York and you look at Chicago, I think yep. that Governor Abbott, I think they've set a trap. And see if see if I'm anywhere sure. near the ballpark right, right, right. with your expertise because I'm just a novice here. You send them to Martha's Vineyard. You send them to New York. You send them to Chicago. And then they get their lawyers on there saying it's human trafficking. There's no resources for them. You knew there's no resources for them. It's wrong and everything else. We're going to file a lawsuit. So now you file a lawsuit. So next thing you know, DeSantis is like, oh, cool. Now I can file a lawsuit for all the, the midnight uh, airplanes you've been sending into my state. Am I am I way off on that? Or no, that- you're, you're, you're not. Look, look. Uh, first of all, when, when Governor Abbott started doing a lot of people said this is a political stunt. And I disagree. I said it was brilliant. I think it's brilliant what Governor DeSantis did as well for that reason. One is, is they did it. They knew it wasn't going to change the course of what's going on on the southwest border immediately, but they knew what 
that we were going to be talking about. Right. Right. It was going to expose them for the hypocrisy. And you're exactly right. That Governor DeSantis and Governor Abbott, they're not worried about being sued because that's exactly right. Then through discovery and some other legal processes, it's all going to come out that the last 19 months that the Biden administration has facilitated about two million illegal aliens Which they, to be released in the United States. Again, lied about. Tried again, to hide about, it until tried people to hide started it. putting that's videos right. out there. I mean, right? I mean, the hypocrisy about New York and D.C. and Chicago, first of all, they have some of the most prolific sanctuary city laws sure. in our country that acts as a beacon for the whole world. And and then for the past 19 months, the Biden administration has been flying illegal aliens to New York, D.C. And, and Chicago every single day and not a word. And it's OK. It's only until two Republican governors do the same thing. And all of a sudden it's immoral and it's not right. Yeah. With us being so close to Chicago, I mean, we, we are probably piped into Chicago politics. Yep. The mayor greeted them. Yep. Welcome to Chicago. And then literally when the cameras turned off, we had a couple of people still roll the hot mics. They were turned out onto the street. Yep. They're now homeless. Yep. yep. They're homeless. Mar- Mar- Martha's Vineyard. But the, again, another layer of hypocrisy. So Martha's Vineyard per capita is probably the wealthiest enclave maybe in the world per right. capita, yep. right? And and 50 migrants, 5-0. <laughs> and immediately, I think within 24 hours, they packed them up and shipped them away. And meanwhile, Martha's Vineyard, their vision statement, they've got billboards and posters saying how they welcome illegal aliens. Right. I, they've been exposed. Did you, did you see like all the, the press releases and, and some of the posts from people in, in Martha's Vineyard about how their lives were enriched by meeting the immigrants that they just kicked out? That they just kicked out. Hours. Hey, look, oh remember, remember Obama, how it was a big deal during COVID? He had the tent for his, yeah. his, his party. Mm-hmm. I mean, all he had to do was recreate that tent, and they could have housed about 500 illegal Absolutely. aliens there, right? He's and, got plenty and the, of room. And the other hypocrisy comes from the mainstream media. Let's be honest. So 5-0, 50 migrants were shipped to Martha's Vineyard. There were more reporters in 24 hours in Martha's Vineyard than, than have been down to the Southwest border in the last 19 months. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's a huge story. But yet, when 53 migrants died yep. in the back of a tractor trailer, barely made a blip no, on the radio. No coverage whatsoever. No coverage. Can we go back to the unaccompanied minor sure. thing? Because there's like 413 or something per day is like the average right yeah. now. I think it's around 180,000 in the last 19 months. And this was obviously super bad with the big child caravan that happened under Obama, which led to the cages and everything else that they tried to blame on, on Trump and all that stuff. I was there, right? But yep. this is, yeah, exactly. You were yep. there. Yep. Um, but the other thing that, that I kind of wanted to bring up, because you touched on this as well, you talked about the sexual abuse and the trafficking of yep. kids. Because so many of these minor children are actually brought in by cartel, by MS-13. Um, sometimes they're used as mules. Sometimes they're just being trafficked. And, yep. you know, you pretend that it's a family unit, but it's actually not a family unit. That's right. And then you have open border advocates saying, well, it's wrong to do DNA tests on them. Well, that's how we keep rescuing these kids. We're rescuing hundreds of them every single week. Right. And we wouldn't be able to do that otherwise. And yet we still don't have that resonating anywhere in D.C. either. you got AOC out there going, oh, it's human trafficking. Uh, right. You know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. No, so, look, Casey, you're absolutely right. What we referred to it back when I was there was fake families. So we, we actually facts and data were able to prove that, that there was this big scheme where, where the cartels were actually renting children, renting children to form fake families because, again, if you came to the borders of fake family, then that was your automatic passport to be released. There was a story where a 51-year-old Honduran man actually bought 
bought a child from a uh, from a mother to be able to form a fake family and come. And we knew that the, the kids, once the fake family and it was successful, then they would fly the kid back to Mexico or back to Central America to once again be rented to form another fake family and go. And we knew that was happening. And we were applying rapid DNA testing. All that's out the window now. None of that's being done because they can't, because they're so overwhelmed. So there is no doubt in my mind that every single day there are kids being exploited. Not 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 just beyond trafficking, but also to be formed these fake families. I mean, it's horrendous. And this administration, you'll never hear anything about it. And that's why I go back. If you support illegal immigration, that's not compassion. Your compassion is misguided. You're actually causing more harm to the migrants. That's why we should support legal immigration, not illegal immigration. Yeah, and we can always talk about reforms and things like that. That's that's right. And and I think everybody agrees on that. Yep. Um, I've always told people, if you support illegal immigration, you support indentured servitude, because that's what happens to a large chunk of these people. I couldn't have said it better myself. And and they're human beings. Yep. Um, So I know that there's some hardliners who are anti-immigration who are a little upset about the Abbott and the DeSantis thing because they're still in the country that sort of thing but you know look if nothing else this is like you said it's opened it up to discovery yep you know all of these other things that have happened yeah this might be a minor thing but at the same time what good could come from it right. and you have to make that calculated risk and, and Casey the irony is like Governor Abbott if he hadn't bust or, or, or you know put these illegal aliens in in DC or, or Chicago or New York guess what the the federal government would have. Right. They would have just been there as, anyway. They just would have done it in the middle of the night. Exactly. Right. Mark Morgan, thank you so much for the time, man. I you appreciate bet. it. I went a little bit long with you, but it's always good to have you. You bet. Thanks, All right. Casey. All right. we got more coming up from Washington, D.C. on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.